<laughs> My name is Austin. This is Dungeons and Dracon Beams. Previously on Dungeons and Dragon Beams, the tinny speakers ring out again, stripping away much of the warble in Katie's voice as she responds to Zach, who she believes to be an Andalite, as he informs her that she must stay in this holding cell as they prepare for her release. While it is clear that they cannot let her see the group of human kids in case she is recaptured, it is still difficult to stomach the idea that they must leave her locked away for longer. Katie can't hear the thought speak buzz around her. She couldn't know that everyone around her also desperately wants her to be successfully freed somehow. All she knew is that as the door shut on her again, this didn't feel like freedom. Katie's questioning was over for now, but there was another one burning in everyone's mind. Dylan felt suddenly put on the spot as Savannah directed a question at her. Have you decided what you're going to do? There was no way to say no, not after everything. The crashed ship, the terrifying alien in the cage, the mad dash through the woods. I had seen the bad, the horrifying, learned about Reese and how his family still didn't know he was dead. I couldn't live with that. I couldn't sit idly by knowing this was what was coming to Earth. So, I agreed. I agreed to join this fight— but I made them agree that if I died, they had to tell my dad. He had already lost mom, and I had put him through so much in the last year. I couldn't leave him not knowing what had happened to me. I couldn't let him think that after everything, I had died cold, alone, and high. Not again. He might not understand, but he had to know. The sun was beginning to sink below the tree line, indicating it was time for evening activities to begin. Most people would not have on their checklist morphing to an orangutan and carrying items across the forests of California. That was exactly what Zach was waiting patiently to do, as he, Savannah, and Cameron watched Dylan's face screw up with concentration, determined to morph clothing this time. She tried and tried and tried again, but did not master it just yet. Nevertheless, it was not long before an orangutan swung out into the setting sun, their orange fur matching the brilliant orange streaking across the sky, with a small jewel-toned bird flitting along beside them. Savannah watches as Cameron and Aximili eat what can only be described as culinary chaos. Enjoying Aximili reveling in the sensation of taste, and tolerating Cameron's insistence that the meat, peanut butter, and fruit sandwiches he constructed were edible. As they bantered back and forth, it took only one reminder of their current situation to snap Savannah back to the present. She took one non-offensive sandwich that Cameron had made, and returned to watch the monitor and wait for Aximili. After everything she had been through, it seemed so pitiful, offering her only a sandwich and a ruse to try and keep her thinking that they were all Andalites. Another stab of guilt ran through Savannah when Katie's face lit up after Aximili told her that they would try to find a way for her to contact her friend. This, too, is not an action born of kindness. The colony of bats climbed over each other and flitted around until they could flip and grip the pitted ceiling with their small toes. They knew warmth and others, but then something large disturbed them. Small clawed feet let go of the roof and each other as they start to flitter around and fly out of their dim cave. As they start these bursts of rapid-fire sound, they get these images bounced back to them, sketchy outline impressions of an upright figure grabbing things from the floor of the cave. As they pass through where the cave end in the sky begins, there's an etch-a-sketch impression of a hulking mass shrinking and twisting down. Within seconds, they are free from the threat in the sky when one of them is grabbed by the talons of a hawk. And as the rest of the bats flutter away, we can see they have been obfuscating two teens from view. We watch as these teens walk away, picking at the area where days ago there was total carnage. They pull two misshapen pieces of metal from the earth before moving along. 
Zack to his home to ask his dad to help him make a sword for art class, and Dylan to a church. Morgan had been part of this program for a while now. Daniel, her name for the pastor, was a nice enough guy, and she guessed that these meetings helped her some. His enthusiasm was nice to listen to when most other places just seemed to talk at you. He really seemed to care, at least. She was startled out of her thoughts by a man starting to yell. He was slurring and clearly drunk, and she felt a familiar lump of guilt in her stomach as a metal flask clanged to the floor. Her eyes fixated on it for a moment before the angry voices brought her back to the present. He had lost someone, some ones, fighting for this country. He had lost others because of his drinking, and it was relatable, and his last reason, he didn't even know where they were. Morgan's heart went out to the man, but the meeting went on. People were getting up and sharing. One girl a few days sober, a man several years sober and thriving. She felt tears well up as a young girl shared her story of being six months and a few days sober and finally finding the friends that fit into this next chapter of her life. That was always such a wonderful moment. Morgan did not share. At the end of the meeting, she got up and left, lost in her own world as she traveled past the alleyway, where in a few moments from now, a man from that very same place would duck in and use, and the girl who shared about her six months found him slumped down, and she reports him to the pastor. Morgan would travel home never knowing what she had missed. And that's where we are now. My name is Dylan. My name is Cameron. My name is Zach. My name is Savannah. My name is Aximilia Escaluth Estill. We can't tell you where we live. Or our last names. You're all in danger. Very real danger. The Yurks are infesting more people every day. There's too many of them. I'm not even sure if we can win. Oh, we can't win. Try. Maybe we can't. But we can fight. Our only hope is to hold them off until help comes. Who can know how long that will be? We have only one weapon. The Andalite morphing technology. And that's the ability to turn into any creature that we can touch. I still can't believe it. It's insane. I know. We were given this power by a brave ally named Alfangor. 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 Alfangor, who went against his people's wishes. He broke his people's laws. We fight for him. But we also fight for you. And for others. Fight for the entirety of Earth. Yeah, we've gained allies, but Matea. we've lost people along the way, too. We've learned not to trust anyone. Not anyone. Nobody. Anyone. Anyone can be a Yerk. A controller. Even you. Hopefully it matters. Zach. What time is it? It's like bedtime, right? Yeah, you're past nine, probably get closer to ten now. I'm gonna, like, so I told my dad about the jagged metal, but I'm gonna, like, put it in my closet for now. Still wrapped in a shirt, just kind of leaned into, like, a back corner. And then, you know, feed Mo, brush teeth. Get ready for bed. Zach is pretty fucking exhausted. He's gonna try to get some sleep, knowing full well he'll be woken up in a few hours. Dylan. Mm-hmm. As you get back from your meeting, 
for you, it's about 8.45, 9 as you get home. Your dad's there, and he looks like he's in a hurry. Oh, hey, hey, Dylan. Hey, Dad. How, how was your meeting? Uh, it went well. I think it went well. A lot of people. That's good. That's good. You guys are getting a turnout, and he's putting stuff in, like, into a bag as he's, like, moving around your all's house. Are you going to work again? <sighs> yeah, but he looks at you in, with a face that hasn't, he hasn't had this face the, um, the past few times he's had to go into work. It's a little bit more cheery. And he says, uh, I'm heading back in and and I know I've been working a lot of hours and we haven't got to see each other a lot this last week or so, but I think it's finally paying off. I have a meeting with, with the big wigs and they say they're impressed with my work. Oh, uh, yeah, that's okay. That's great. Yeah. I'm, I'm meeting with them later this week. Oh, cool. When, when? They, I think they'll be in on Thursday, but I don't know if they'll have time to meet with me on Thursday night, but we'll, hopefully they do. The sooner the better. This could be big for us, Dylan. That's awesome, Dad. Uh, also, you know, just between me and you, I was running some tests on that scope, and I found something kind of strange. Something that could be nothing, but if the something is something, then it, it could be big. Something like what? I, just, I can't tell you much, but I, while I was scanning just outside of our atmosphere, it looks like nothing. It looks like nothing at first, but with closer inspection, it shows the same star twice. And it's not a camera trick. It's not a man, uh, malfunction. I've checked it, triple checked it. It's not on our end. That's crazy. So, like, there's two stars, or it's reflecting? That's my theory, Dylan. Some kind of reflection. Maybe Russian spies. Oh, that would be crazy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It would. It, well, not as crazy as you do. He, like, looks at you, and I, I really can't say a lot. And he, but he's smiling while he does it. <laughs> I shouldn't be telling you this, Dylan. I mean, who am I going to tell, Dad? I don't know. As she makes a mental note to tell everyone. <laughs> uh, I got to go. I got I got, I got work to do. Do you need anything? Uh, no, and um, I, maybe some rice. Found my phone. Oh. Oh, you found your phone. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I, I swung back by the festival ground today. and That is... That's lucky and awesome and... Yeah, I'm so glad. I was going to go get you a new one in the morning. Well, hopefully this one will turn on. You know what? He nods at you, and he pulls his phone out and starts to, uh, like, press some buttons in and stuff. And after after a, a second, he turns it to you, and you see there's a new phone ordered for you. Oh. Even if it does turn back on. You deserve this. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Hopefully a lot more to come soon, because with this promotion, and he, like, uh, does the thing where, for the audio listeners, he does the thing where you signify money in your hands with your finger. <laughs> uh, I mean, we don't really need more, right? 
Like, well, we don't... Do you want a bigger room? You want a car? We don't need more, but... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Dylan, I, th- I thought you would be happy about this. What's what's going on? No, I, I am. Yeah, I just... I had a rough night. Well, uh, I'll do... If you're if anything is going on, you know you can talk to me, right? I do. I do know. I I saw I saw a guy use tonight. He drops his stuff and like puts his hands on your shoulders. Dylan. I can't imagine how hard that is for you. Are you okay? Yeah, I think so. I told the, I told Dan, and I think it's going to be okay. I think I did the right thing. There's a look on his face of, like, panic at first when you tell him. And then as you, like, go into, you got this guy some help, slowly, and, like, there's a moment of silence, but a smile starts to spread across his face, and you see his eyes glossing up. And he says, uh, I'm so proud of you for that. Thanks, Dad brings you in for a hug and holds it kind of tight kisses the top of your head I'm squishing <laughs> squishing yeah well uh, just a little a little bit longer and he squishes you a little <laughs> bit more and lets you go uh, holds you by the shoulders for a second looks at you again just takes you in kind of shakes it off bends down picks up his stuff he says I love you honey and I'll, I'll see you tomorrow alright love you too dad one more smile as he closes the door, walks out. Uh, Dylan's going to go to her closet and try to find even sleeker, tighter clothes. <laughs> it's like some Under Armour. Uh, I actually think that she has like one short sleeve shirt. So she's going to wear that uh, and like the tightest leggings that she owns. They're black. They're absolutely black. Stealthy. And then she's going to set an alarm on her clock. And take a little nap. Savannah. You are in the cabin. Aximili and Cameron are upstairs with you. And they're just kind of mingling. Savannah is in that that space that Aximili has set up as kind of his office. And she's watching the monitor and, and that. But she's also kind of looking like... She's been trying to plan some stuff out, so she has, like, just a few notes in front of her, stuff written down, stuff out on the table. And uh, I think she's just hanging out there, watching and, and planning. And at some point, she'll, if Cameron's around or, like, passing through the room or, like, nearby, uh, on one of those pass-throughs, she'll just, she'll ask him, like, hey, did you want to stay here? Did you want to go home? Are you, like... Uh, I mean... There hasn't been a lot to do here the past few days except sleep and uh, watch him play with that rock. But, uh, yeah, I'm fully refreshed. So, anything you need, I can go back. Okay. I was just wondering, because I think Aximili and Dylan, we should get them to the zoo tonight, but we need somebody to watch Katie as well. 
Uh, you want me to watch Katie? If you don't mind. Yeah, fine with me. What about, you? I mean, I can also take the group into the gardens. If you want to. I, I don't, I don't have a preference. Getting morphs will be cool, but I don't. What, what do you need? Uh, sleep, probably, but I don't think I'm getting that either way, unless I come back here after the zoo. And he, like, looks up for a second, and he seems to be thinking, like, physically. After a second, he says, Oh, we could... Hey, stick with me on this, okay? Okay. Matea. We could ask her. To? Watch Katie. And now this is a two-part thing, and you take whichever part you want, okay? So, we have her watch Katie, and we know that we can trust her if she does it right. Right? And if she does it wrong? We know we can't trust her. Or, that's so that's the main part of the plan. But one of us could stay behind. Either way, we get to ask her to help. Watch her. Okay. See? Kind of. Yeah. Maybe I'm okay at this planning stuff. I don't know. I don't know, Cameron. I like... It, it, it's a big risk. I know, Savannah. It is a big risk, but it is an interesting instinct to determine if we can trust her or not to keep her word. Mm-hmm. You know Aximili would never agree to that, right? Well, he... You, he's heard this. He's not too far away. And he says, she is an assassin. And I do not want her in here with my things. I don't think any of us really want her in here with our things. We could trap her. No, you're right. You're right. We have a plan. We could trap Yeah, no, I don't think we want to double-cross her. But... Katie seeing other Andalites could be beneficial to us, actually. It could make her... That's kind of what I was hoping that we could do with Dylan eventually, but the opportunity just didn't work out, but... That could be beneficial to us. Cameron smiles a little bit, but like... To where, like, he just... To himself, kind of. Like, he feels a little accomplished. Yeah. But Aximili's right, not in here. Oh, yeah. Still a good instinct, Cameron. But what are you gonna... What is your plan? Do you have one? For Katie? Yeah. The first part of that plan is just to talk to her and see if she's willing to go. And then we have to figure out a way to let her go somewhere far away and still keep an early warning system on her. And I think I can do that. I think that 
I'm just going to end up having to give her a credit card or something like that so we can track her purchases, see where she is, keep tabs on her, have a phone on her so she can reach us if she plans on coming back. But I don't know if we can trust her to do that yet, so... Part one. Talk to her. See where she's at. Tonight? Maybe. Well, seems like you got a busy night. Yeah, and a busy tomorrow. Hmm. I don't think Katie's going anywhere until Thursday at least. She will not like that. I don't really like that either, but we have to we have two days, only two days this week that we can try to find where Visor 3 is for Maitea until that deadline's up. And tomorrow night we have a meeting with whatever the hell we're meeting with. So might as well get some fire, firepower under our belts and then head into tomorrow. All right. Uh, what can we do to help? Oh, well, Aximili, I think you have to come with me to the gardens to get some more stuff. <laughs> Cameron, you're willing to watch Katie, so I think I might have to leave you here. Sorry. No, all good. I got... You know, I have the strongest morphs out of all of us anyway, so. Of course. Yeah. Uh, what time is it? Going on nine for you. You've been going over your notes and stuff for an hour or two hours or so. Katie's not been moving too much. She's uh, ate her sandwich. She's walked around the cell. She was like staggery at first, but um, as she regained like all, all her functions, she... Just walked around the cell, looked around, stares at the camera sometimes. But right now, she's uh, seems like she's drifted off asleep in the chair. Okay. Savannah will say to Aximili, let's go ahead and put like a blanket or pillow down there. Do you think that would be something we would know to do as Andalites? Would we have studied humans enough to know? She does not know how much we have studied humans. That's true. I think giving her a... Uh, Comfort, comforting items shows kindness and would differentiate us from yurks. Okay. Let's do that. I'm going to need you to do it, though. Yes. Okay. He gets some covers, takes them down there. She stirs a little bit when he comes in. Um, she doesn't say much as he hands her the, the blanket and covers and yeah, she she knows what's going on, and she's going to be here until you guys are ready, and she's not saying too much more. But he gives her the cover. She wraps back up after he leaves and curls up into the chair. And then uh, when Axe is back, I think Savannah will say, like, let's, let's just get going. Maybe we can get back soon enough that we can all get some rest before we have to potentially go into the Yerk River tomorrow whatever's happening tomorrow night. Yes. Yeah, Savannah will just head outside and go to go to Owl. Aximil, he goes short-eared out. You see the um, stalk eyes uh, start to pull into his head. Uh, they go all the way down to his main eyes and they merge together into two big old uh, eyes as the head shrinking and a beak just spreads out from the mouth and uh, is open as it as it morphs in but then closes 
Um, his fur starts to uh, go from this uh, tan blue to brown and white with white spots all over it. Um, and his tail, uh, as it shrinks down, it splits apart into feathers and the blade with like a sharp, like a, a knife being sheathed or a sword being sheathed. Uh, retracts into his tail as that happens. Um, his front hoofs uh, retract into his body and he like is off balance for a second, but then his body starts to shrink and his hooves spread out into sharp talons. And uh, after about a minute, he is a short-eared owl. So she'll, uh, he's starting to go to his owl and so she'll start to be morphing into her owl behind him and like, the first thing that happens for her is that uh, the feather pattern starts to spread down her skin and then the feathers kind of like burst grotesquely out of her arm bones into these long like feather shafts that then start to like split apart into the feathers. They're like growing in uh, her fingers are like merging together, like first into like the Trekkie sign and then like down into the way that they have those controllable primary secondary areas and so all of the feathers, the wings are coming in. She's shrinking down. Her feet are splitting out. I think as Aximili looks back, her face is just starting to get the kind of like conical structure of the feathers coming in that they use around their eyes to control the sound. And he just like catches that. Like she's looking at the short-eared owl with like just a bit of a smile before the beak kind of grows over top from like the nasal bone coming down and clacks together. And then the the tufts come out, and that's kind of the last thing that happens is those like big great horn tufts come up. He turns his head around to look at you as you are already in your morph. Your species is rather bigger than mine. Yes, it is. This vision, I can see everything. Have you tried the hearing yet? Do you hear that mouse eating the nut? Over on the, over there. Now that my species can hear a mouse under a foot of snow, a football field away. It's amazing. What is snow? Oh, I know what uh, snow is. I that is humor. <laughs> okay. I have to tell you. That's how it's funny if you explain it after. That's what I've learned. Yes, precisely. Yes. Shall we go? We shall. Just wait until you take off in that thing. It's so cool. Hopefully it is not too loud. (laughs) (laughs) And he's both silently into the air. Savannah, as you as you guys go, I'm assuming you guys are going to meet up. I think two people's houses. We're literally like picking like old school 90s before cell phones, picking them up to come out to play. Like we're just making whatever logical sense it makes for who's closest, who's secondary. And then back to the gardens from there. Uh, Dylan is is first. Um, you It takes you about an hour and a half to get all the way to Dylan's house through flight. So we'll probably thought speak in and ask for a place to to change i think she'll she'll just start saying uh dylan we're incoming Aximili and i are owls can you let us in we've been flying for a bit and need to mm. demorph yeah oh can can you hear can you hear me 
Savannah will say yes. I don't know if Axe will, but Savannah will say yes, I can hear you. <laughs> oh, sweet. Uh, and she's going to hop up and go to the back door and say, uh, I'm just, just come on in. Dad's not home. Oh, would you, would you open a window or door and then we'll come on in? Yeah, she goes to the back door and slides open the back door. And you'll, Savannah will just, like, you can't hear it, but, like, she's coming in full wing spread. And, like, if the door is open, like, not the full, like, six-foot wingspan, she'll just tuck them in to come through the window and then, like, cra- like f- back out and, like, flap down to the floor. Uh, another owl accidentally right behind her. He probably doesn't have to tuck his wings. Maybe. Maybe he gets him at the bottom of the flap and he's in. <laughs> uh, this is officially one of the coolest things that's ever happened. Have you been one of these things, Dylan? They can no. see. No. Soon. Yes. I gotta get one. He starts, the Andalite starts to emerge from the short ear now. Okay, now that's officially the coolest thing that's ever happened in my kitchen. And Savannah's demorphing as well. She's not being super cool about it. She's just demorphing and, like, she's just preparing to go on to the next place. And Dylan, like, has already closed the blinds behind her. Because now there's an Andalite standing in the kitchen. She looks around. This is a nice place. Is there any food? No, no time. Okay, we're going to have to do food at some point eventually because I have to know. All right. Yeah. Uh, Hummingbird? Hummingbird. And Dylan's going to try to morph Hummingbird with clothes. Uh, Savannah wants to... (laughs) she'll just be uh, telling her like what to focus on what to like well okay but like imagine like the clothes are like just like picture your clothes with you as you Dylan started to morph and you saw that the clothes weren't going with her as she started (laughs) and and you gave her that advice so Dylan you can stop that demorph as you see them not working okay great this is gonna work this time you guys I believe in you (gasps) oh Uh, I think that the the pink color of the feathers starts to come up through the the front of the shirt, and she gets super excited and just starts kind of dancing back and forth from foot to foot. Um, and then all of a sudden, all of her clothes start to look green and pink and and white and iridescent and beautiful, and she shrinks down to a little bird. She has done it. Yeah. I wish real clothes looked like that. I mean, I bet some do. Yes, it was just so iridescent. It was amazing. Heck yeah. And then Savannah will start morphing, but like still like very much like, yeah, you did it. And when when Max sees you, he starts to. Dylan flips around and she's like, okay, so when I when I go back to me, they're going to be there, right? That is how it has worked thus far. Okay. Yes, I believe so. They are stored in Z space. And he like looks around what? with his stock eyes as he's doing more, n- nothing. And then Savannah will like private thought speak to Dylan really quickly. Just don't say anything about that slip up. Otherwise he will not tell us things for a while. <laughs> Dylan just got it. Yeah. After a minute, Savannah, it does take you the full minute this time to morph. You guys are standing in Dylan's kitchen as three birds. Well, one flitting around, the other the other two owls on the on the floor. 
Savannah will go over to the blinds and just use, because she's the bulkiest one, use it to like, like, have you ever seen an owl walk on like a tile floor? It's so awkward and weird, but you just hear like that. <laughs> and she's like crawling like through the blinds to like move them so everybody can can go through. And you guys get out and into the air. And it takes 10 minutes maybe to get over Zach's house. Uh, Savannah will be just going, but it open to conversation. Yeah, I think I think just go. Axemilio will just tell you about the sandwich. He'll go on and on about the sandwich that Cameron made him. Uh, it was so good. Was it good or was it taste? Taste is good. Not all taste is good. Oh, I haven't found one I haven't I enjoyed yet. And like. Literally, at, like, Savannah will open this to Zach as they're approaching. So if, like, that's, like, the the edges of Zach finding out they're there, it's, like, Savannah just going, not all taste is good. Some of it is very bad. But, like, what if all taste is good to him? That's... He must have preferences. Andalites are far superior. Maybe taste is wet, is very good to us, too. Yeah, but taste for us is like some things are poisonous and in our in our in our primal brains that's how we knew. Is it tasted bad? Oh. We should feed him an acorn. <gasps> I will eat an acorn. No problem. What is an acorn? It was I I never doubted you would eat an acorn. It's a it's a tiny nut that falls out of trees. That's how the other trees grow from it. They fall into the ground. And they open up when animals eat them or like over the seasonality and then it like grows into a tree. Yes. They're very bitter. I habitat. What? What? Where's Zach? <laughs> so while all this has been happening, about the time it was like, no, not all taste is good. Zach has just been like he rubbed his eyes and kind of like cracked his neck and then kind of just stood up, got out of bed, walked over to his window, opened the window. They're still arguing and bickering and just starts, he just starts morphing an owl and then hops up on the ledge and then like zooms out. And like, as he's flying up towards him, he's just going to be like, I think I'm with Dylan. I think it's, it's probably subjective. Like there might be taste that he likes that I don't like and vice versa, you know? I mean, certainly it's subjective, but there's also, like, the the spiciness of plants to keep mammals away that, like, is going to be a negative sensation at some point. Ah, the tingly tongue. I like that, though. Up to a point, though. I mean, yeah, but, like, I don't know, maybe... Maybe he doesn't have, like, you know, the, um instinctual need to like preserve his body because it's not really his oh oh i apologize you guys have missed out on a very important fact here he has been eating trash off the streets gross Uh, (laughs) zach just like flying looks at at max and goes was it was it good like (laughs) it was it was very very flavorful yeah Maybe you should eat everything you see there, bro. Like, there's probably some stuff. I do not eat everything I see. I see everything right now. I have not eaten it. You know what? You're showing remarkable restraint, actually. This is good. Thank you. Uh, keep this up, man. 
and then just wheeling towards the guard. <laughs> uh, 45 minutes later, you guys are at the gardens. So as you guys are flying over, Savannah and uh, Zach, you both noticed George um, and Evan working at the employee entrance. Uh, there's more of a security presence. All of you guys noticed this. Like, if, if you guys saw maybe six guards last time, it's at least doubled now just on the patrol. You see the con a construction site of uh, in the in the gardens that the um, they're basically bringing in water. It's their version of like a Sea World, but better, better than Sea World. I swear. That's right. There's natural, dynamic things in the tank yes. for them to echolocate off of and yep. currents and things that we haven't dreamed of. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, it's a fantasy world. I just wanted to contribute to it. No, you did it. And it's it's true. There, It looks like these tanks, some of them are being built. Some of them are not done yet. But you can see they for sure have, like, it looks like the ocean underneath it. Uh, like, they're building it to make it look right miles miles and miles of tank so you say that there are 10 tanks slash pools that are completed you see another 30 or so that are still under construction but in parts of them they connect like and there are places to go that are cannot be seen by visitors so like there's like privacy places and uh these tanks are massive like huge huge um football fields like some of them each one's like that one tank at the atlanta aquarium where they had the belugas yeah there most of them are at least that big uh there are some that are are smaller but most of them are like that uh okay this looks like a cool place but oh there's also a completed building well, with giant letters and like this wacky kind of font that's like uh sharp on the edges and stuff and it says uh uh, predators of the deep. My my notes say predictors of the deep, but <laughs> nope, no. no predictors of the deep. It is psychic jellyfish down there. Uh, it the building is complete, Savannah. Uh, you you know from working at the gardens that there's nothing in there yet. Um, but what are here? You see in one of the completed tanks, uh, two orca swimming and circling. Shit. That's so cool. Keep it together, keep it together. I can't. Someone take it away, I can't. <laughs> uh, I think as like they're flying over, like Savannah was <laughs> already be gonna be like, or like saying on the way, like we should probably start in the, the area that's under construction because there's less security there but then as they see like the whole massive orca tank it becomes like oh that's the medical pool you can tell because you can see how the floor is going to raise up when oh that's did you see that that's from the oregon aquarium experience experiments that they did that's the ocean water filtration and like she's just going to be like dorking dorking <laughs> the hell out <laughs> so um so i'll, I'll be on security again so I Oh, I, I, you know what? I thought I could just, I need a quick morph refresh, but then I figured I could just fly Owl over everybody and let, let Aximili and Dylan get morphs. Zach, if you wanted to join them, you can. 
What about the cameras? I mean, there's cameras everywhere. We need to take out the power grid, right? We could try, or we could try taking out the individual cameras. Um. Yeah, no, I, yeah, that's a good idea. I could do that. I could do that. Um, actually, I got a better idea. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go squirrel and just. Whenever we're getting close to a place, I'll just block that camera lens, right? Oh, as a squirrel? Yeah, that'll work, right? Yeah, you can trade off as squirrel and owl, so it's not too repetitive. Make a whole kind of chase of it if you like. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, so Zach will circle down, um, and then he'll start flying back up and go, oh, wait, where are we going first? Let's find an under construction pool that's out of the way and we can do like a morph refresh and then we can find one that has an area where people can get out so that Aximilian Dylan can head into the gardens. I don't I don't know if I can get under anything right now or like should probably be on top. There's pools that are empty, right? Under construction? Yeah. Yeah. That's what Did I miss a joke? Can you explain your human joke to me? It's not funny unless you explain it to uh, me. Under under construction? You said we should go under construction, and Zach was saying we should stay on top of it. Savannah just, like, silence. I'll just leave. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Yeah, no, good idea. Yeah, under construction. Got it. Cool. Zach just, like, gives it a beat, sees that she's not going to react or either didn't get it and just leaves it alone and just fucking... <laughs> Savannah did not get it and then realized that she missed it and then stayed quiet so she didn't embarrass herself further in this situation. <laughs> we have lived this dynamic our whole lives. I'll follow your lead. Just, just go somewhere. I'm behind you. Yeah, Savannah's just... There's, like, 30 pools under construction. She's going to pick the most advantageous one to get there. It's someone that's close, that has a ladder, that isn't filled with water, all that jazz. Yeah, it's not too hard. And you guys are up in the air, you can see everything. Uh, not eat it, but yeah, you guys get to a, a nice covered place and can be more. Sweet. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Hey, real quick. Are there pelicans here? There are no pelicans that you guys can see right now. Savannah, you actually work and you can answer Zach's question because you have seen a couple of pelicans fly like in from the bay and stuff like you guys are connected to the ocean. So there have been some that have flown from like the rivers that flow in and, or out and stuff like that. So the gardens does have some sort of program that works with like nearby centers and things. There might be like a program of rehabilitation or triage that we would be doing at the gardens that we could say like, there might be like a pelican in from the Monterey Bay Aquarium or like California, whatever. Are you saying there might be a wildlife rehabilitation clinic somewhere in the local area? Well, it would make sense like as part of a zoo that there would be some doctor, like, so zoos don't always do this, but some zoos do this where they work with those centers to get the vets that they have on call that have that expertise and can help with difficult cases. This what? thing in the middle right here, Dr. Green, is the, uh, the medical area for like- No, that's a vets. compass like rose. That's, it's in the shape of that, but. Ah, uh, yes. The S-Wind building. picture of it. Yeah, it's the S-Wind medical building, obviously. S-Wind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's centrally located, so you can get anybody there the quickest oh, stuff. Oh, no. Uh, 
there could be a pelican in there. Right, but it's something that, like, I might not know, but I might say, like, hey, we don't have them, we might get one through. Like, I could answer Zach in a way that's like, we do not have any at the gardens right now. There are wild pelicans that we could potentially get through. I'll keep an eye out. Okay, cool. Dylan has unmorphed, like, she flitted down as a hummingbird onto the ladder and has unmorphed on the ladder. Um, and she's gonna turn to Savannah and she's gonna go, uh, we're, we're getting orcas, right? Oh, absolutely we are getting orcas. Oh yeah, okay. We should potentially try other things first, but we are definitely getting orcas. Maybe tonight. I mean, I kind of want an orca too, but like... We should stick... scout ahead. Yeah, let's stick to the plan. We'll be scouting ahead. We'll be covering them. As he says, yeah. Um, you can see, like, whiskers just pop out of his cheeks, and then, like, the brown fur just kind of starts popping out. In patches, though, it's gross. Uh, and his ears go round and then slide up the side of his head, and his, his big bushy tail, tail comes out last. Um, and then he shrinks. <laughs> nice. All that is full-size, regular human-sized <laughs> giant squirrel, and then he goes... <laughs> Savannah's going to start going to Owl, but she fully turns to Aximili first and at, like starts morphing, but eyes staring, his main eyes, her eyes as they grow and change color and do all that. And she's going, now remember, when we went in last time and I showed you how there is the back area where you can access the animal that's not in the exhibit and many of them are trained to come over. You remember this? Yes. We have got to use this to our advantage this time. Yes. Van, why don't you stay human for a little bit until we need to, like, get aerial support? Right now, like, we're pretty close to where we're going, so you could you could stay human, go with them, get your orca morph, and then, like, I can handle checking them out. And, like, he's already climbing up a wall and, like, heading towards where, like, the corner of the building where the first likely camera would be. I think Savannah will continue, because she's, like... There was twice as many guards as before. I think we need to be really on high alert this time. Zach's heading up on like a rooftop to like scout it out. This way, he like points his tiny squirrel hands. And when Savannah's done morphing, she'll take to the air and be watching them from like, she's trying to stay other side of them. So like if Zach is pointing them this way and he's kind of in front, she's like angled behind them, watching from behind, like listening, looking, all that jazz. As you've uh, fly off Savannah acts or Max jumps out of he just leaps out of the pool that he's in uh he can't use the ladder or anything so he just leaps out onto the side near Dylan you guys um start making your way to the orca tank um there is one one security guard in this area patrolling the construction site you say that you keep uh, Dylan and Max out of his way And you guys get to the uh, orca tank. Dylan and Max get to the orca tank. To go inside is locked. Uh, there is like the outside part of the tank, but um, there's like a wall that separates that from the outside. So like... You're talking about the stadium portion, correct? Yeah, like... And um, we're coming from the pools that we're connecting, correct? So you you guys came from the pools that aren't finished yet. The one that the orcas are in right now is like the medical pool. So yeah, it connects, but there's like it ha you have to go through the building, open the 
dams to like, or not the dam, like the doors to let them into the other pools. Okay, and stuff I like was, that. I was wondering if we had those like swinging bridges to like walk over the top, like you know how when there's like connecting pools, there's like those metal bridges that they can push to the side, but you can swing back out and like walk over. Yeah, like um, for the the not necessarily for the um visitors but for like the workers not for the visitors at all for only for the workers only for the people that need to like get around the exhibits behind the scenes there are some of those some of those things built already um like most of this medical place is built but like picture like an outside pool okay and then there's a building to the edge of the pool that they can go inside and uh but the outside of the pool the, the it's kind of cut off from Everything else, they have to go through the building to get to the other. Got you, pool. and it's locked because that's the medical building that supports the pool that they're in. Oh, okay. yeah, and, gotcha. And the outside, so like in Free Willy, it's that part surrounded by the stadium. Like, think about that. There, there's a pool there that, and it's surrounded by the stadium where they can look into it. Uh, instead of seats being here, there's just like open floor and then like a wall that goes up so where visitors can't see into this part. Thank you. I appreciate you using language I understand, a.k.a. the movie Free Willy. <laughs> okay, so there's no easy way into this pool is basically what you're saying. We'd have to go through the locked buildings? Uh, there's an easy... You can fly into the, the top Right, part, but we but can't... Yes. Okay, so I think at that point, like, as we approach seeing that, I think... Um, so I was going to say, listen, let's come back for the orcas at the end because I think there's some more critical morphs to get than this one. And I do want this one, but we're going to have to fly in to get it. So let's go ahead and get some more, like, battle morphs, other morphs for Axiomilly, flying morphs, Dylan needs an owl. Let's go do, like, check off some, some of the ones that we use a lot. Perfect. Got it. Cool. What is closest to us that is large and bitey? Zach will just start rattling shit off as he remembers it. Totally forgetting the fact that Savannah works here. And in fact, Dylan has also worked here. <laughs> For a day. So I'll just be like, yeah, but still. And Aximili has been here before, too. <laughs> yeah. So Zach will just be like, well, there's like, there's lines over there. And like, there's, um, there's cheetahs. Uh-huh. Want both? Yes. You're going to get them both? I mean, that's. Well, one's for fighting and one's for running. Yeah, cool. Um, do you want an antelope? I mean, I want it. Feel free to pitch in anytime, Van. <laughs> um, oh, I thought I thought you had it covered. She's like teasing you, and you you <laughs> probably know it from her. Yeah, yeah, he does. He like kind of just trails off, and um, sort of walks along like a power line. <laughs> <laughs> sulkily <laughs> he's sulking along a power line alright uh, Dylan if you wanted a, a big bitey battle morph what do you want first mm, I, I think maybe cheetah okay let's head over there I want to go fast fast as fuck boy <laughs> then he starts running he starts running along the power line <laughs> You're into the gardens, and uh, there are cameras now set up. You guys see the red lights to show that they're on. 
Savannah, you have a bead on, you know, a group of patrol. They're probably a mile away. They're not, they're not even close to you right now. And you scan around, don't see anybody else. Zach, you notice just as like you guys are telling them to, you know, move from this, this alleyway behind this building to the next one. Um, Dylan is kind of like behind a wall, kind of looking around about to move to the next space. You see a door open to the bathroom and a uh, security guard buttoning his pants up coming out of it. Um, and he's a, he, you're like above, you're on his building above him. Uh, Dylan is like 20 feet away, um, peeking around the, the uh, side of an alleyway about to go. But this guy's coming out and he's starting to turn her way. Dylan, uh, there's a security guard at about your nine o'clock. Yeah, he's turning to look, and he will see Dylan if he turns. Uh, you need to, you need to hide. Dylan backs up immediately into the shadows. Zach runs across, if he can, like to the uh, like the opposite direction from where Dylan is, and tries to find something he can like make a loud noise with. Uh, yeah, you jump to like, you know, uh, maybe there's some kid threw his shoes up on one of the lines or something. You jump on it and to knock him off or something like that, and. Uh, it, it as he's turning Savannah as he points that out to Dylan and as this guy's turning to look where Dylan is right as Dylan's going around the corner he's about to look up here's those shoes drop and just misses Dylan Zach's gonna fall with the shoes like and land in one of the shoes and then like <laughs> in the most rabid squirrel like voice he possibly can like look at the security guard and go <laughs> like <laughs> Just a horrifying... I don't know what squirrel noises sound like when they're rabid, but it's awful. He says, Not these these damn squirrels again. They've been chewing up these wires for so long, tucking our power out. Come here, squirrel. And he starts to chase you. Uh, I'm going to run at him. He does jump for a second as you jump towards him, but then he looks back at you and he goes, Rawr! Like a Tyrannosaurus, and that's our dinosaur for this episode. How Man. dare you? <laughs> what a bunch of horse shit. Oh. No, sort. No, uh, Triceratops shit. This has got West Indian lilac written all over it. Yes. All right, yeah, uh, Zach pretends he's afraid of this Tyrannosaurus man and leaves. He runs back up a building. Dylan should have had plenty of time to get away. You guys get to the cheetah exhibit. There is a, a building that you can, you know, go into... There is in there. There is like a medical thing, Savannah. You know that it's in there, and then that you can go into the habitat if you want. Um, Savannah, as you're looking around, you see the cheetahs sleeping under like these trees, just laid out into in the habitat. Yeah, I think um, Savannah's whole plan would be just like keep doing flybys. She's trying to perceive if there's anything in there, and now she's waiting for what they're gonna do. Dylan and Max and uh, Zach following behind. You guys do get to that building. Uh, there's a there's a couple of doors. We'll say one on the side, uh, one that that doesn't have like a path to it, and then one that uh, has a path leading up to it. Okay. Do I see any like thin, sturdy bits of metal or anything on the ground, like around the trash can or anything? Uh, yeah. You actually find it, some somebody. Uh, carelessly probably left it out. It's one of those um, 
metal poles that you like would put around an animal like dog catchers do it. they put the with the like noose thing around the animal and mm -hmm. then they pull it so they can, can kind of control it there's one of those out here okay all right not what i'm looking for but possibly useful possibly very useful hmm how are we gonna get in here though i could i, I could cut the locks easily i don't know if that's what you guys want to do I kind of don't. Uh, that seems like they'll have to fix that. Yes. Savannah, where are keys? With the guards. But if, like, if I could hear her, like, looking, or did you say anything out loud about, like, trying to find? Um, I didn't, but I was, like, looking around for little scraps of metal. I was, like, brushing the, the ground around with my fingers and everything. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Savannah will say to you something like, Oh, the the keys are with the guards. Last time we did slice through the locks, but uh, what are you looking for? Like some little bits of metal, some some something thin and sturdy, so I can pick the lock. You know how to pick locks. I do know how to pick locks. Um, Van, if, can you spot like a bobby pin or anything? I'm gonna grab it. Like on a rooftop or, I don't know, just something around. And uh, Savannah will try to help? You find a bobby pin, yeah. With with Zach's um, suggestion, you look down. Sweet. Um, so Dylan's going to take it and bend it back and forth a bunch of times and then uh, break it in half at the, at the bend uh, and stick it in the lock and start undoing the lock. Is it, um, is it the kind of thing that you can just open from the inside? Uh, maybe. Gotta get in there and check it out. Uh, from previous previous experiences, yes, you, you could unlock a lot of them from the inside, but not, like, the animal cages. You fiddle around with this, Dylan? It's not that hard of a lot. Yeah. Schlage. Schlage, you guys. Don't buy Schlage. This, there is no computer attached to this lock? Weirdly, no. Humans... They seem backwards. They invented the books before the computers. Here is that go. backward? Okay, alright. Uh, I feel like this is going to be an entire conversation. Okay. Should we enter? Absolutely, you first. Okay, yes. No, he was pretty stealthy. <laughs> so Zach is going to like perch up on top of the fence or something and try to spot a cheetah. <laughs> so to speak. Dude, there's... You, there's a tree over there. But this enclosure is empty. Yeah, it, it must <laughs> be nothing here. They must be moving them to the water exhibit. <laughs> Clearly, I can't. I can't see them anywhere. You guys, I don't think they're even in here. Is there like a a section like a refrigerator? Is there like a, a refrigerator in here in this section? Yep. Dylan's gonna go grab a bucket and open the refrigerator. All right. Inside, you see lamb legs. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, lamb stuff. Lamb mm -hmm. back. <laughs> Sweet breads. All right. Um, <laughs> loins. Honest. All right. Uh, any, yeah. All right. I'm going to grab a couple of chunks of meat, uh, not really trying to look at it very much, uh, and put it in the bucket and then go over to the fence. You uh, go over to, like, this fenced-off area. Uh, there's openings to where you can, like, 
if you want, you could like open this thing, put the bucket, pour it in, and then like it would drop it down into like a place for them to eat. I feel like they're supposed to not eat this way. I don't look. I don't know all the stuff. There's some cat sanctuaries that how they feed them is they just take like cooking tongs, tongs like the ones yeah. that you click when you open, and like feed it through a chain link fence. Okay, then that mm-hmm. yeah, they have they have that area where you can do that. Okay, sweet. Then I grabbed a pair of tongs too, and I'm just sitting there clicking the tongs, assuming that they know the sound. Yeah, and Axamilia is over there with you, and like this must be the feeding area Savannah was talking about. Uh, and as you click the tongs, uh, Savannah, you do see all of them start to like perk up and look around and by this time Zach you uh, have turned away from the exhibit to like tell them that there's no cheetahs and like four cheetahs uh, walk past behind you yeah that tracks a couple of minutes later they're at the at the gate just prowling back and forth looking and waiting for some as you like held up the food one of them will come up and take it start eating it I'm going to stick a piece of food, like, really close to the fence, but not all the way in. Um, And as soon as it sort of reaches its face up, I'm just going to reach through with my other hand and touch it. This thing, this uh, this thing being a cheetah, (laughs) comes up and sniffs around a little bit timidly, but then, uh, like, turns and sits against the gate to eat off this, uh, off this, these tongs, and you can easily reach through and touch it and when you touch it it stops to eat for a second and just goes slack and Axe also reaches his hand out and touches it you gained a cheetah morph heck yeah uh, we have acquired the cheetahs oh um cool uh so what's next there's uh, some sea lions back there. You want one of those? Do do we need a sea lion? I don't think so. I mean, don't ask me what I want because, yes, I want them all. Oh, I got you. <laughs> um, what are you going to use a lot of? Also, and like he's sitting up on a he's sitting up on the, on the fence at the top and he's just kind of looking over to the southwest a little bit and he's like, Man, are those not pelicans? The pinked back pelicans? Yeah, I guess. They're they a non-native it. species. Yeah. We're going to run into the same issue as we have with your shoe bill. No, I must have been mistaken. Those aren't pelicans at all, obviously. That's, that's a bunch of fucking... What is that? Statues of them. Oh, it's just statues <laughs> of pelicans. In, memor- in memoriam of the pelicans that used to be here. A tribute to the brown pelicans that were all killed by DDT and almost made extinct, but through conservation efforts have made a comeback. What are you doing to the vibe right now, man? Saying facts about how- We brought brought them back. Banning DDT was a great environmental win. Yeah. I have seen these DDTs. You just see like Mm -hmm. Zach's squirrel tail like going, like just getting lower. It's just- it's like drooping. It's actually <laughs> drooping. Okay, somebody give me a rundown on like what is the most beneficial for We should get you something. We need to get you like an owl for sure. A hawk Definitely. if we can. Yeah. Okay. Something stealthy. And then probably something even 
bigger than a cheetah just in case have a little more firepower i mean honestly options are best but we should probably start with those and then we should get an underwater morph but we should leave that till last because that'll be our exit perfect where are the birds simmons aviary they are west of here should i get a lemur as we pass you should we've all everybody's got lemurs fuck yeah I've heard of these lemurs. One day, man, we're gonna just all go lemur and just go, just absolutely hog through the forest. I can't wait. It's gonna be great. Zach is like running ahead of the group, looking for cameras to hide. Savannah's following up, watching them. So if Savannah's directing them, if people are listening, she's gonna have them go behind those buildings, like following the mm -hmm. pathway, but not on like the main concourse. There might be some finch jumping and stuff you guys have to do. Hopefully you don't jump the wrong fence. No, but like, you know, squeezing behind trash cans that are put to where they block you off strategically and stuff like that. Hey, Savannah, do um do lemurs like hate squirrels? I I don't I don't think lemurs have a particular vendetta against squirrels. I mean, would they attack me like if I went over there? Potentially, because you're invading their territory. Sick. I'm just gonna hang out over here. I'm just gonna chill. Dylan, you and Max get to the uh, place where you can go into the lemur exhibit, the, the same kind of place. So the lock's there. But you still Sweet. have your trusty bobby pin. Yeah, I'm gonna use it again. Dang it. Uh, this time, you feel the uh, everything click, but uh, it, this... For some reason, this lock is different, and you can't get back far, far enough with the uh, bobby pin, or you can't. At least on this try, you couldn't get it up, and you can't. And you uh, <laughs> don't get the door unlocked. <sighs> okay. Uh, crap. That's right. A lot of people have that problem. It's pretty common. Is there any way that we can get close to them that's not through this door? It's like open around the top, right? Uh, yeah. Picture a big pit, um, a wide pit. In the middle of the pit is like a little mountain thing that comes up with places for you to like rest on and stuff like that. But it's the pit's far enough away to where the lemurs can't even jump from the tallest point out. It's like far enough away for that, and they can't climb up the sides either. That makes sense. Um, I could try to bring one out. What do you mean, bring them out? No, like I, I'll go in and like lead one a merry chase I don't know that it's gonna be easy enough to like I don't know that they would build a cage that lemurs could get out of chasing a squirrel you want them to get out of there yeah you need like a something that they could climb up the sides or from the uh, middle mountain thing to the outside well unless Zach sees like a <laughs> Like a long piece of rope or wire or something. There is a hose, a water hose, wrapped up on the side of one of the buildings. Dan, you think you could drag this? He, like, is running over to the water hose. I'm not sure I'm willing to help you out with any plan that would set the lemurs loose in the zoo and put them in danger, potentially. Okay, well, I mean, do you have a better idea? Do you want to catch one? Yes, I could potentially attempt to catch one. 
Okay. And Zach just like sits back on the on the ground. <laughs> just waiting. Puts his hands in his squirrel <laughs> pockets. <laughs> Are there any really young lemurs? Uh yeah. Savannah's going to attempt to grab a young one, but like she is going in so carefully, like if she's not going in with like claws out ready to grab, she's going to grasp. And the whole point is she is avoiding those claws getting into that animal at all. Uh, these lemurs are right now asleep. So um, how how young are you wanting? As young as I can find not attached to a parent. So there is one um, that he he's like laying against his mom, but he's not attached to her or anything like that. Uh, he looks like he can climb on his own, get around and, and stuff like that on his own. And like that is the one that you can see that is probably your best bet in grabbing. God damn it. I don't want to hurt this thing. <laughs> you swoop down, wrap these talons around, uh, around the like shoulders of this lemur. Um, you stop yourself as you feel like the front one about to poke into like where its ribs are. Um, it does like wakes it up, but you do not pierce it. Great. I'm gonna try to carefully fly him over there, quickly and carefully. Easy enough. You lift it off the ground, and it does let out like. I'm sure. The other lemurs start to like wake up. The mom that does have like the other lemurs' little brother on its back reaches up towards you. Uh, but it does it like you're already gone. A direct line to Axonoy and Dylan. And like the whole like, okay, quickly, quickly, quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Dylan is gonna like grab it and sort of like hold it comfortingly. Try to anyway, and hope it doesn't like wiggle too much. If it looks like she has it secured, then Savannah will let go. Dylan, this lemur clings to you and hugs as it gets away, as uh, Savannah lets it go. As soon as it hugs onto Dylan, she goes, oh, baby. And then as you, like, uh, clutch it, it and start acquiring it, it slacks. And Axe does the same. Yeah, you guys now have lemur morphs. All right, now how are you going to get it back? You going to throw it overhand back no. into the... As, no, God, no! As soon as, <laughs> as soon as they are done, like while it's still in the trance, Savannah will be like right there, ready to like rewrap gently and take it right back. So it is, it's scared. I'm sure. With Dylan and Axmilly's help, you, I think, it's safe to say you can get this little lemur back in your grasp. I'm just like watching. Uh, I guess no. Like he'll probably be watching for a little bit, and then like once the lemur is successfully returned, he's gonna like get back up on top of a building or whatever tall thing, and like just keep a lookout, keep looking for guards. As Savannah's taking this lemur back in, and these things are going crazy. You you notice the flashlights making their way towards you guys. Oh, uh, we've got incoming. Like how far out are they? Uh, we'll say about, they're, they're not too close. So we'll say like 150 feet. 
Are they running? Are they walking? Um, they're not. They're not running. They're moving at a regular pace, but towards something that they heard. We've got some a uh, couple guards with flashlights coming. They're not running yet, but they'll probably pick up speed when they get close to the lemurs. So just everybody be on your guard. And Savannah will give a Zach direct him out of here. And then Savannah is still she's on course, returning the lemur. I'm, I'm assuming there's just power lines everywhere, wherever it's convenient. <laughs> Then yeah, I'm I'm directing them along the railroad, uh, towards the back of the aviary. You drop the lemur off, Savannah, and it goes back to its mom, and the little lemur gives you a finger as you fly away. Whoa! Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) The last time we were here was with Aximili. Did we not just slice through that weird door lock that we normally go through? Yeah, the aviary one. Yeah. Um but it has been replaced. They are spending a fortune on locks. We only sliced like three. Yeah, that's lock three more. Lock through the roof. The, the locks are $70,000 a piece. False. <laughs> Why? That's money laundering that they're doing. If you'll remember, these areas are like, inside it's, it's shut off. The outside are all glass. Um... Yeah, there's no windows you can just easily climb into. All right, well, Zach just goes up to the top of the building to keep a lookout. Great, can we bust in there through our door? Yeah, I'll try. These ones are new locks. Okay. $70,000 worth. Fuck your locks. Yeah, they definitely money launder, and this is like a slide lock, and you fucking easily... <laughs> <laughs> it's a temporary. They put a temporary in there. Yeah, yeah. It's just a bread tie. Yeah. <laughs> How much time do I have? Savannah and Zach coast pretty pretty clear. The the closest guards are at the lemur. Dylan's gonna grab a northern harrier. Yeah, the keys are out. We've they're hanging up. In they're there. on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and they're Sweet. also like feed and stuff like. Mice, uh, different gloves. Mm-hmm. One of them like voles. One of them like voles. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. One of them likes some more. The northern hair. One of them likes Are fish. they just in big bins? It's just a big bin that says voles. Or you can just <laughs> the vole bin. Voles for like the seabirds are this like you always get chicken and stuff like that. So that's what fish is. The voles are like the steak. This thing here opens one eye. It hears you open it. It's feeding area. It swoops down, lands right beside you, and starts to eat the uh, eat the whatever you gave it. A vole, clearly. And you get a northern harrier. <laughs> Sweet. I I already have that. All right. So what else do we got here? There's a shoebill in among all the predatory birds. We're at Owl now. We're going to go there. Not as quick as the Northern Harrier, but it's already up and it, it watched you approach. But then when it sees you put the food out, gives it a thought, flutters over. Nice. Did you give this one a lemur? Oh. Owls love lemurs. Rude. And then I want to go to the bottom one and go and get a vulture. All right. So as you get out, that one's locked too, but 
uh, you can try your lockpick again. Sweet. Do the keys that are hanging up in here, will they open that door? You know what? Yeah. They keep the spare on that one. I use the key. <laughs> Alright, I get a vulture. Yay. As you, uh, this vulture flies up, Dylan, and, and you record it. You feel its DNA um, enter, your, enter into your pool of DNA uh, stored. And you have a vulture morph. Heck yeah. Uh, Max will go ahead and get it too. Is there uh, anything else in here that we need to get? I don't think there's any more birds we need to get, right? I don't think so. I have a sufficient amount of birds. This is all going remarkably well so far. Why would you say that? How you've done it. Just trying to liven things up. Um, okay, so where next? You guys want to go meet Kombucha? I'm always down to go see my boy, that's all. I think next up was just more firepower. We have small and fuzzy, brachiating. I mean, we could go small, but insects are at least easy enough to get on our own. I believe we all have a spider at this point of some sort. Yeah. There's the, the desert dam. We get some more, you know, super venomous stuff. If we want a big boy, we can grab that gorilla right there. You want to try it? I'm a little terrified. And then just privately to Savannah. He's going to be like, the Yurks will know that gorilla. I don't know what that implies, if anything, but it just occurs to me that, you know, they have seen and killed that gorilla so the Yerks might think that they've seen that gorilla before. They might recognize it as that exact one. I mean, they know that we're collecting DNA from similar sources. But if they mistake it for a gorilla they already killed, doesn't that put the advantage on us? Okay. I'm just, you know, putting all the cards on the table. Heck yeah, let's go get you a big boy. Big boys are the best. As you make your way across, uh, you don't notice anybody near you or near the the Gorilla Valley. Uh, Savannah, you do notice that there is like somewhat of a security presence by the orangutans, and it's it's still being you know rebuilt. Uh, they seem to be hanging around the orangutan kombucha's area more. Uh, they are part of like this area's patrol, so they aren't far off, but they're they're not around you guys around the Gorilla Valley. Let's be extra careful. There's still a lot of people around the orangutans. I'm sure they're still cleaning up after the damage that we did last time. Cool. Um, okay. There's guards over by the orangutans. I uh, have kind of an idea to keep them over there, but um, you guys go ahead and do your thing. I'm gonna head over that way. And Zach heads over to the orangutan cage and he tries to go around the back to where he could like kombucha. He he wants to find kombucha like through the glass. Dylan, uh, the rest of the humanimals have led you and Max um, a around the back and to the building where the gorillas are held in. They're, they have an outside exhibit as well. 
Um, but if you want to go in, it'll be another lockpick. All right, let's see what we can do. Savannah, you're overhead. Keep a lookout as this is going on. You guys can direct them enough to where cameras don't spot them. But like there are, like you all are going to have to make some more steps if you, like once you get inside to this area to see if there's cameras in there and block them and stuff like that. Uh, Dylan, you start to try to pick the lock and they, the these locks are, must be a little bit stronger for some reason, maybe because they're holding the bigger animals. Um, but you, you can't get this one picked with your, with your uh, bobby pin. What do we do if we can't get in? Well, we could try again or we could pick a different animal to go to and move a little further away from the orangutans. There's tigers and leopards not far away. Oh, okay. And also maybe easier to morph and get in. We would have to demorph, but... That is true. It's not a bad idea. And Dylan's going to start morphing that. He watches you for a second, and he sees, like, the changes that are happening. The hair on her head starts to, like, shorten and turn this, like, really tawny, this pretty tawny color. Um, and then her little nose just sort of turns up, and her teeth get all jagged. Uh, and then she just starts shrinking as her wings pop out. Seeing that, uh, Max takes his cube and, like, the three slits that are in his face for his nose uh, protrude out and, like, flesh starts to form around him until, like, there's this little bat nose with the mouth underneath. I just wanted to describe that part, and then he starts to shrink finishes his morph. You guys are both bats. Heck yeah, bat bros. Yes, bat brothers. I know bros is short for brothers. Yep. And then Dylan's gonna squeeze through the whatever, the bars or whatever, and go nearest to a big old gorilla. As you like flit around, you couldn't get in the door, but they're like, you fly into the outside part of the, uh, the gorilla habitat and in through bars that are that way. So you are inside the gorilla habitat. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that she's just gonna like, if she can slip into the area where a big gorilla is, she's just gonna go in. Okay. Max will follow you. Uh, you see one of them leaning up like against the wall of the habitat. His arms like kind of folded over his belly, his head down. Um, he seems to just be sleeping. That gorilla looks, you know, pretty old. Uh, there's one that's in like this enclosed, like there's all kinds of things on the sides of the walls and stuff like that where they can go back and forth and uh, enter into and stuff. There's one that's like up on one of these platforms looking at, um, uh, he's not looking, he's got his eyes closed too. He's just on a platform above it. Yeah, Dylan's going to flap up to that one. There's enough room for you to get up there and comfortably demorph if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, I think that she's going to be sort of behind him and try to be as quiet as possible as she demorphs. I don't think anything's going to stop those bones from cracking and stuff like that. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, she's going to have her little bat wings on him. So as, as soon as she has hands and the ability to, to calm him down by recording him, she's going to do that. So as you're demorphing, Max will flutter down to the ground at where the other one is, and he'll do the same. 
So as the bones crack and the organs start to sloosh around and uh, things bend ways that they shouldn't, there's some noise and it like rouses these gorillas, especially the um, the one down with Max. He's, he starts like moving around, but um, I'll say as you see him start to move, this gorilla seems to like, I guess is lumber the right word? I don't know. He moves a little bit slower. Like he, as he like gets up, it, it's like, you know, an old man getting up off the, off the couch. It takes him just a little bit longer than it does like a young spry one. Yours, um, the one up by you, his eyes open and he starts to look around and he like, he doesn't feel your wings on him, but he like leans forward and like looks down towards the one at the bottom. Um, they just kind of look confused. He even looks over his shoulder, but he doesn't see because you're still so little. And I'll say after a minute, you're standing there. And um, since he's like leaned up, your hand came off for a second. You can put it back on. So he feels your hand. And as soon as he goes to turn, he just kind of like slumps over to his side. He's still like holding himself up, but he's like groggily doing it as you um, begin to record him. The one next to Max has now seen Max and like backed up and like is surprised for a second as he's um, emerging from the bat. And as you finish your recording, Max finishes his demorph and he's kind of standing there, kind of squared off with this gorilla. And none, neither one of them seem to be like making a move towards each other, but he does say, uh, Dylan, this one. This one sees me. I do not believe I can get this one. Max. Okay, okay, it's, it's going to be all right. Just, like, look down, okay? Yes. And then hold out your hand, palm up, okay? Yes, yes. He'll he'll do that. Hold his hand out, palm up. You have this other one in your trance still with your hand still on it, so you're good. As Max does exactly what you say, he uh, lowers his head, reaches his hands out, but his stalk eyes kind of look up, and... That's just enough for uh, this big gorilla to meet eyes with it. And uh, he's like, uh, stands up and like beats his chest, but then like starts to like back away and slowly walk um, like to the side. Uh, Max lowers his stock eyes, but like it's kind of like keeping the peripheral on him. I, I do not believe this is working, Dylan. Honestly, I didn't know if it would. I, I saw it in a movie. Should I just morph? Can you come up here? He looks to the gorilla and it's about 10 feet away from him and he looks up there. I can try. I don't want, if you think that is what's best, I will. I can make it up there with a leap. That might startle it more, honestly. What if we try and get you a leopard? Or a tiger? Oh, yes, I, I can do that. Uh, I would not like to fight this thing if I could avoid it. I would not like for you to fight this thing either. You see him start to shrink as one of his eyes is like staying low but watching the gorilla. Um, and yeah, he goes back to bat. And he'll go up into the air and watch you. Yeah, as soon as Dylan's done, she's going to like back away from this gorilla. And if he's chill, she's going to start morphing. Yeah, he's still chill um, for a second. As you start to morph after about... 10 seconds in you see him like start to rise up and look around um, and like pick himself up and you hear the other gorilla that's on the ground just hooting as he's watching you more 
and the, uh, this gorilla that you're next to, it takes him a few seconds, but he does notice you. You're about 30 seconds into your morph. You uh, are kind of wobbly and he's just looking at you. He sees this and like sees your body contort in and, and doing all this and it surprises him and he like jumps back and like is hanging on like a tree but still watching you. So that's gonna get you about 40 seconds into your morph. I wanna just like think at him, it's okay buddy, <laughs> please no smash. <laughs> he's just hanging there and that's gonna like startle him enough. He doesn't know what's going on. He's confused, he hears stuff in his head that he's never heard before. That'll buy you another 10 seconds. And then like, as he kind of shakes that, he jumps down back onto the platform with you and starts to get a little closer. I'm gonna scramble backwards a little bit and show that I am also scared. With that, he like jumps back for a second as you skitter. And as he sees you move, he reaches forward. Great. And have we been watching this go on? Like, do we know that this is happening or is this kind of like, is Dylan just talking to the grit? Like, is this contained or do we know? They are in like the inside part but there are like ways to see in. I kind of, I wanted to like try to help by distracting this gorilla, landing on top of the cage and like start clacking like wings out, like threat display. The gorilla does reach down and he gets Dylan. Um, and he has like a almost fully morphed Dylan in his hand. Um, and then you start making the noises and stuff and he notices you and that will give you like a split second to try to escape Dylan. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's got you in his grip. Y'all had to say it was going good, right? Like, y'all had to say that. I didn't. <laughs> he does look at you, and you fi you finish your morph in his hand. Zach, you're outside Kambucha's uh, habitat, looking in, and, and you see him in there just sleeping on a branch. I'm slamming my little squirrel hands against the window and waving my tail back and forth best I can. I wave my tail back and forth. We'll say as you like are patting against you know these little clicks and stuff slamming it. He stirs and opens it like one eye and opens the other and he looks around but he does he can't tell where it's coming from but you have woken him up now. So I'm waving my tail to make the biggest thing I can to try to get his attention. Yeah, after, after like him looking around a little bit, he picks up like this uh, orange that's on the ground and he eats it and spits it back out when he it's uh, it, it's just like a peel or something. And then he like looks up and he notices you and he kind of walks over, sits down in front of the glass. Cool. Uh, I do sign language for pay attention. He, he nods and looks closer. And uh, I say, I need help. And I'm doing, I'm doing this with squirrel hands, but best I can. This is help. He motions back help to you. Make a distraction of the guards. Uh, he does play and then like motions to the guards. More. Louder. <laughs> Big distraction. He starts hooting and like hitting and then points to the guards. Okay. I just good. And then I run away again. <laughs> uh, as you're running you see him uh, like just turn around and on all fours like it, like you know, running with his knuckles and everything like that. On like he picks up this um, uh, this rope that they have, this big thick rope that they just have in the cage, and he like swings it around his head and smacks where the door is, and it makes this loud, just thunderous clap. Yes! <laughs> My boy. 
And then like, that's the last thing you see in the cage as you get back up on the roof and the power lines. Um, you notice the patrols all hear that and run back that way and you hear orangutan hooting. With that, now I'm running back to the gorilla in enclosure and hopefully I'm getting there about the time where Dylan is being enclosed in a gorilla hand. And I'm gonna try to, I don't know if the gorilla even knows sign language, but I'm gonna try. You make your way back there as you, uh, Savannah's flailing on the top of this thing. All right. Can I get inside? The outside's open. The inside has glass and there's like openings that they can get into that you could crawl over and get into if you wanted. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna try to get inside. Um, down by the, like, I'm gonna get next to the fucking gorilla. Some, some things squirrels can get to that gorillas can't get out of. Yeah, that makes sense, since they're this big and gorillas are enormous. You get there. It's like you can, <laughs> it's weird. You, you see the last of, um, the last of Dylan's body finish this bat morph as you're, like, running up and this gorilla's looking at I just fully fall, like, from the, from the roof. <laughs> Just he looks up right in front of him. Dylan, you feel a little squeeze as he does that. I'm waving again and I do the pay attention thing again. And he's looking at you. Um need help. Uh he just looks at you and cocks his head. Leans a little closer and like lifts Dylan higher as he like leans down towards you. Let go. So he's paying attention to you now and he he with Dylan in his hands, he motions the same motion that you did. She doesn't. He doesn't let her go though. He just does it. This is the equivalent of you saying, "Hey, let him go," and then the person's saying, "Like, let him go." I'm just gonna make like close my little squirrel hand and point at it, and then open it. So you have him locked in. This is just communication and how well he's understanding you. So what he does is, as you have the fist and open it up, he does the same thing with his other one that, that Dylan's not in. He shows you the fist and then no, opens it No, no, that's good. That's good. I do, I do this, and then I do, and I do it with both hands. It, he jumps back a little bit, but then, like, looks closer, kind of um, gets what you're saying. And then he, like, looks at the bat and looks back at you. Uh, he's going to reach for you now. No, no, no. <laughs> May I start demorphing at this time? Uh, yeah. He's got a squirrel and a bat in his hand, Savannah, as you begin your demorph. He starts to do, like, this thing where he, like, is playing with them. Like, making them, you know... Making them kiss. kiss. Yeah, making them <laughs> now kiss. kiss. <laughs> Just in thought speak, I'm gonna be like, let us go, man. Open your hands. <laughs> He starts like, you guys feel the wind as he hears this voice and he's moving around. Savannah, it takes you a minute and a half. Holy crap. Everyone's going to take longer. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming there's a place that I can like, I have my feet, have my hands can be kind of balanced up here. Yeah. Okay. Once I'm human, I want to like get his attention and be like look at me like voice and then if I can if I've figured out kind of what Zach was doing or know enough I try to emulate what Zach is doing probably badly is my face covered can I see what you're doing because <laughs> I'll walk her through some basic signs maybe you can but as of as of right now you're being okay okay yeah. Um, uh, 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 yeah 
he notices you right away. Um, but like you see his look go from like happy, playful to when he sees you on top of this enclosure, looking down at him, it, his brow furrows immediately. As you're hooting and hollering before Zach even gets a chance to explain anything, before you really even get a chance to do the things that you saw Zach do, this gorilla is already um, got his eyes trained on you and mad. You feel your body fly through the air as he throws back the squirrel you smack against the wall um, and jumps to the tree, a tree above him. And kind of hangs on and pulls himself up. Still haven't has Dylan in his hand, but he's getting a closer look to Savannah, uh, and he's staring at you now with like a furrowed brow. Savannah, I'm gonna try again to say like "let go" out loud, and like if I can mimic anything Zach does to help, but I could also just say it out loud. He looks at you and then looks back down to the squirrel. Where did he throw me? Just down? Yeah, he was like up on this platform. He just kind of threw you back like out of his hand so he could grab the branch and into like a tree branch or a wall or something like that. Am I around a bunch of other gorillas? Um, there's none on this platform with you. He's There are some other ones in the, in the exhibit though. All right, so just as I'm like like getting up was going to be like all right this dude's fucking pissing me off <laughs> and i'm going to start demorphing as you start to demorph you do see savannah do that and he looks back to you and then looks back to savannah and uh does the thing and he he does it like you did it zach where he opens both hands and dylan you feel yourself tumbling through the air as you're starting to fall you guys see this bat hit the ground and not move. Zach, go get Dylan. I'll try to keep him distracted. Yeah, I got it. Through my morph, as I'm demorphing, through sheer will, I'm going to grant myself and my allies uh, might and endurance. So I'm, as I'm growing, like my human arms and hands are like some of the first things to emerge, and I'm able to scoop her up and like you know, protectively cradle this bat body, even though I'm still like to a toddler-sized, mostly squirrel. Savannah, you managed to keep the gorilla's attention as he gets down there, and Zach, you start to move away where from where she fell. <laughs> and you have Dylan scooped up in your little hands, and Dylan, you feel as Zach has you and he's moving away, you regain your consciousness. So now, am I am I back to a real boy now? Um, we'll say yeah. As the the time progresses, Savannah can keep him long enough to for you to get behind something and finish your demorph. And Savannah's gonna switch tactics now and start telling the gorilla like, "Good job! Like this is good. Like everything's going positive now." They're still just concentrated on you right now, not paying attention to the others. Can you fly? And Dylan's gonna stretch her wings out and be like, "I think I think I can." And try to try to take off. And I'll like hold her, hold her up. With, with some doing, you do get into the air. Yeah, and Zach helps you as he held up. You do feel your foot, your little feet is broke. You couldn't hang right now if you wanted to. <laughs> My um, feet. But your wings are are good. I'm just going to look up at Van and go, uh, kombucha or squirrel again? 
Squirrel, let's get out of here. Dylan's free. Yeah. Alright. And then I just start shrinking. As um, Savannah continues to keep this uh, gorilla's big gym, now that you two are over here, you know that this is big gym. You got to keep his attention. The other gorilla that was on the ground is just fucking done with it. Uh, in the corner, just doing his own thing now. Just waiting for everything to blow over. And, yeah, Zach, you can finish your morph. Just going to start climbing up and get out of the top. Um, how are the guards and the orangutans doing? As you, like, scurry over there and you look back in the tank, you see um, Kambucha just running back and forth. He still has that rope in his hand, and, like, every now and then he'll slam it on the ground or against the side, and they're watching him, but I don't know, he's like, boy. he'll go up to the... Uh, to the windows with them and just like to make faces and stick his tongue out and stuff. There's other orangutans in his in his crib too, right? Yeah. Are they up and like also fucking around? Nope. They're watching no. him They're like, like what, what the is fuck? happening? We were trying to sleep. <laughs> what are you doing, dog? A lot of them start like signing sleep. Aw. Oh. oh, they they sweepy. They're they're in there going, What are you doing to the vibes right now? <laughs> making them, man. Yeah, he's creating the vibes. All right. Um, yeah. So there's a squirrel running. Is, are we still going to the desert dome? Or are we trying to get out of here? Savannah is still human, so I don't know how close everybody is and if they can hear or whatnot. But if they're if Dylan is close enough specifically, Savannah will ask Dylan, like, "Are you okay?" I think I broke one of my little feet want to demorph or do you want to try to continue i want to keep going okay and then savannah will do like a final like thank you to the gorilla and then start morphing to great horned owl again the gorilla jumps down and smiles and does like a circle as you say thank you and then like just grabs some dirt throws it up in the air but then uh does like you're welcome or whatever back to you and yeah, you you morph. On our way to the Desert Dome, Zach is gonna go around back of the orangutan place and try to get Kombucha's attention again. He's in the same spot that he was before, so hopefully Kombucha's just checking back for approval at some point. Yeah, after a minute, he does look back over, sees you, and uh, goes over to you. That's enough. Thank you. Uh, he does play again and goes back and he jumps rope. No, no, no. No, no, no. All right. He he signs play as well. I don't know what play is, but he signs that as well. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He heads he heads around to um the desert dome. As soon as Savannah can get like thought speak, she'll say, Well, are we we gonna do the desert desert dome or are we gonna try tigers and leopards? Oh, uh yeah, whichever. We are in morph right now, so it it may be get easier to get into the exhibits. Of the tigers and leopards, I see what you're saying. If we can get behind the security barrier. And with the tigers, we can do a, a chuffing. Do you guys know what that means? Maximilian, I don't know why you'd know that. what that means. I'm very sorry. No, so uh, tigers, they can communicate by 
blowing air out and they make like I don't even know if in thought speak you can like <laughs> make a noise to like replicate this because it's very much like a but like I don't know if you could do that in thought speak. I th- I think you can because you can <laughs> sigh. You just it's limited to your voice. So like okay, you can so, yes. do it, but maybe not good. I don't know. <laughs> Well, Savannah will make an attempt and just say, like, so if we can get behind the barrier and do that, they might come over and just rub up against the barrier to record them. Sounds like a plan. Cool. I will cover you guys. So Dylan's going to fly over to the area by the barrier and demorph where the tigers can come up to the fence. At night, they leave these parts of the building open where the... Animals can go inside to sleep if they want or outside. It doesn't matter, but that's open right now. You can get in there. And as you start your demorph, not even like a full second into it, you notice that there is a camera in uh, this area. It's on the wall and it can see like both sides of the room. Um, so it can see like the barrier place where the tiger is and then the wall on the other side. I'm going to go and try and get like right underneath that camera and be like, Zach, we, we got a camera. Oh, yeah, shit, okay, on my way. Um, he scooches on over there and uh, just gets down in front of the camera and just kind of hangs on, like, with his whole body in front of the lens. Demorph. Would you like me to join? Yeah, I thought this was mostly for you. He'll flutter down as well, follow Dylan, and start the demorph as well. And as you guys get back... To your original forms, you can go up to the barrier. There are places for food in here. There's no food in there right now. Um, maybe they need to restock it. So Dylan's gonna go up to the the fence and start like rubbing her hand along it and making those noises. Unfortunately, she's not good at it. What about Axe? He's he's watching. He's been letting Dylan do this the whole time. This tiger wakes up and it like looks at you as it has its like heads folded onto its paw. It looks up at you, but it sees you don't have any food and um, it sees that you're human making the sounds and it just kind of puts its head back down on its paws, but it's watching you. Does it see Axe? Uh, yeah, he's standing, he's standing there with you. It sees you, but it, he does not look intimidated by him. Okay. Max, can you, I don't know, can you like be scarier? Yes, and he, like, makes his form bigger. Like, he puffs his chest up and puts his tail right above his blade. His skinny (laughs) little body, even with his, like, chest bulked up, his arms are so skinny and weak. He doesn't look strong. But his tail, that's the most intimidating factor. And, like, he, he raises it up, but it gets, like, caught on something in the ceiling. And he, like, looks up at it. And the tiger just lets out a sigh. That sounded like a horse, but... It's a horse. <laughs> Can I help? Okay. Hey, Axe why don't you take your tail blade and kind of like flick it fast, like move it fast, get his attention. Yeah, I'm a prey animal for a second. We can move our tails extremely fast, and you can kind of see. And Zach, you can see also from like the camera all this. It is he just doing like some military maneuver, like some practice kata? Yeah, you they're precise the way that he's slicing and, and moving. It's like yeah. a directional cut and then one that makes sense to get his tail back to the uh position it was in before. 
uh, he notices it and we'll say with the fast movement that does make him like perk up and he'll stand up now but he will be pacing but not he won't be getting any closer yet he's just like pacing watching max i believe i have his attention see if you can keep doing that maybe act like a little more wounded and less like competent yes dylan you watch as his body like the left side kind of like drops droops down and he's as he's moving his tail back back and forth every now and then he'll let, make make one of his um his legs buckle and when the the tiger notices that you it's like weird because it is a wild animal but one of its little brows it notices that <laughs> and uh <laughs> as his tail is moving he acts like he's about to dash away and he'll make his leg buckle as soon as like max goes to move away and he like makes his leg buckle dylan the, the tiger's right there and uh it, it like almost runs into like the uh, like the little gate like the wall barrier or no the gate barrier cage thing that's right there but he stops and like he's kind of like parallel to uh, Max's Max is like looking to him and you're like on the tail end of where the tiger is yeah I'm gonna put my hand on him as he was like looking at Max he just slacks right after you he slacks a message to uh, Max and says I'm not gonna fight you anymore and be unrecorded. As soon as he goes like, Dylan's going to turn to Max. Uh, Come get him. Get get him. Yes. He stands up and reaches out and touches the tiger right on the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Right where the taste goes in. Oh my god. Six seconds later, you have a tiger morph. And so does Max. Heck yeah. Are we done? Can we... Are we... Why don't we try to get those orcas and get out of here? Hell yeah. Then Max starts to remorph. Yeah, Dylan does too. Zach just stays on the camera and doesn't record a tiger. Listen, man, you're critical to holding this operation together. <laughs> I know. I, I know. It's taking a lot to not just chew through this one wire. Do it. As she finishes morphing back, she's going to be like, hey, does anybody else want this? Zach just says fuck it and goes <laughs> <laughs> it like leaves his tail over the lens and then just bites through the, the wire real good I just fall to the ground and start demorphing as I'm like getting over towards the thing uh, you're Zach in about a minute and this tiger's pacing back and forth now I'm looking at you Well, I worked with the wolf, and I just stick my arm in the cage. It's gonna attack. As its arm is in my, as my, its mouth is in my arm. I'll try to record with my other hand. I'm grabbing my little hand. You put your hand on it, and normally when you do this, it drops into a trance. Um, and you you feel the tingle in your fingers, but it it rich it like pulls as hard as it can. Um, to try to pull your arm into the cage with it. I'm flittering down there to help Zach because at this point, like, God damn, this is a chain link fence, my guy. This is not a good situation. 
Zach, you feel your arm come out of the socket as your skin starts to rip and uh, tear. Ow. Uh, all right, I'm gonna start morphing squirrel again. You manage to hold through the pain and you feel the changes start. I know that the pain will go away when I morph, which is the only reason this is working. Oh, so. You feel tendons in your shoulders start to snap now. You keep on morphing. She's trying to get ready to like grab Zach when he gets to the point where he's small enough, he's gonna be going through there. I'm not doing great. As the fur is trying to grow over your shoulder into your skin, you see uh, the flesh just start to pull apart and, and rip. And so like the fur stops it like where it's ripped closest to your neck and then where the shoulder's coming off, the fur uh, keeps going but there's like that gash that's in between it. Savannah, you you feel at first um, the morph going slow, as slow as it's been, but you press harder and you start to feel it speed up. How much is left between the attachment of the arm and Zach's main body? Uh, it has just started to split. It is a big split though. It looks like it's about to become worse and come off. I'll, I'll try to help him by clipping it off with my beak. You're just maneuvering around the tiger to get to a good position. As you're flying down, just in like, as he's, the tiger's ripping and roaring, um, it's hard for you to get into the right place. So for a second, you have to like, just fly back and forth until you can get in there. Zach, you grit your teeth and you hold on and you keep this morph. Is this still a fully human arm? No, it's... It's smaller. And like, you're like, we'll say now, like you're starting to lean through the barrier because he's pulling you in. The only thing that was keeping you out was your bulk. Like, so he's pulling against your arm. You're getting smaller now and you're starting to go more through. Max, cut it off. I am, I currently am a bat. I'm gonna lean back against it and try to pull it off. You brace yourself against the, the this little cage thing. Start to pull your arm as hard as you can away from this um, this tiger that's got it in its jaws. I'm still trying to do the same thing as before, just clip through the arm. Um, you flutter around, and it's still with now with Zach moving. It's it's still harder to get down and you know get in a good position to do that uh, to peck at him. Uh, the tiger with its full force and you pulling back against it, Zach, you feel your little squirt as it's smaller and smaller now and the tendons are already broke. You hear the crack of a bone, like the snap of all the rest of the skin as you fall down um, into, the, into the room that you're in um, and you're more finishes, but you are without one squirrel arm. Flying away. It's like close in case there's something she can do to help Zach. If he can get to the top of something, she can carry him off from there. But yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to climb up best I can. Okay. Yeah. So she'll help him when he gets to the top. Yeah. I'll say when you get to the top of this barrier, this tiger's watching. And so you get there, Zach gets to this part of the barrier where he's about to go through and move up. Yep, I want to count it down so that we have exact hit of owl at the same time, like a five, four, three, two, one connects at the top. So there's very little chance. 
that the tiger can like he has a chance but like we're trying to take as much away as we can can I time it to swoop his face the tiger's face Axe gonna help you okay perfect perfect teamwork as soon as uh, Zach jumps to uh, into the air just the tiger jumps and he's going to you see it Dylan he's gonna perfectly snatch the squirrel out of the air, Zach out of the air. Um, and Aximili's just like, get him, Dylan. And as you move down, you kind of, with your broken foot, kind of rake it across his eye as Savannah comes out expertly and takes it right, uh, takes Zach out of the air right as um, the tiger is about to crunch down on it. And he drops back to the ground and you see him prowl back and forth, kind of rubs his eye with his paw and the human animals. Uh, with one of them in the other one's talents. You guys flutter off away from the tiger cage. You guys get back to the orca tank. Now there are cameras around here, and then there's that one security guard going around this area. Even though we're at the end, I'm going to put this security guard near the orca tank. So you guys tell me Mm -hmm. your plan as you get above. I'm doing my circle, and I'm taking Zach with me to help me with all the cameras as we fly around. I did not help. I'm a little, I'm a little shook up. Just yeah, a bit. Try not to show it, but I did lose a whole limb. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen with my bat hearing. Yeah, there's that one guy, and he seems to be, um, he's in, inside, where the orcas are swimming around, and he's flashing his light into the water. Um, as you guys kind of circle, he does like turn around and go back towards the building and open a door and go inside it. I tell them the second he's inside. Awesome. And I'm going to be looking for like any sort of like little natural alcove that we can get into and like get away. Like, so if he went in the door, I want to try to hide from where he's gone in. There is a, a camera in here, another camera that. It's in the corner, so picture Free Willy again. You got the tank, you got the spot where, you know, they are facing the crowd and they, you know, give them the signals. And, like, the left corner of that building that's right there to where the camera faces out, it can see the that staging area, um, the tank, and then the walls that surround. One wire? <laughs> One wire. Land on it and... Clipped, no feed. The light, the red light goes off. Do you guys do morph? Yep. Once we find that little place, yep. Axemilly starts to demorph. Thirty seconds later, Zach's a human. A minute later, Dylan is a human, and Axemilly's an andalite. A minute and forty-three seconds later, Savannah, with deep breaths, comes out of her morph. Dylan's gonna walk over to Zach and like. She's gonna look at him with her hands up and be like, "May may I?" What? What are you trying to do? Can I look at your arm? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, she's just gonna like look at your shoulder where everything is normal, and just be fascinated. Yeah, it's fine. <sighs> yeah, the wolf was easier. That was. That one sucked. I didn't like that one. That is so weird. Yeah, the wolf went to sleep. Do you think he ate it? I hope so, because if not, there's evidence back there. I'm gonna get it. Fuck. Okay. 
That's why I tried to get it small as possible so he could swallow the whole thing, bones and all. So if it was a whole human arm, he wouldn't have been able to handle that properly. And he, like, looks at Savannah to see if that's correct, like, right? Savannah is, like, like, doubled over, like, breathing heavy, like, she's exhausted. She goes, you've got to stop doing that. That's just not the way to get these predator morphs. Yes, I have never Dude, seen I'm two anyone. for two. I don't know. <laughs> it's worked both times. So I've got a 100% success rate. I can't argue with that. But I, I mean, literally can. Dylan, you got my back, right? It's worked twice. I can't say anything. I, I, got, I got grabbed by a gorilla. I can't talk. On purpose. Not on purpose. Yeah, really, I guess I might be three for three, right? Because I, I got that one done by sacrificing my body, too. Next time, I'm just not going to help. I don't want that to happen, though. I want you to actually still help me, because if not, I would have died. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not how I want it to end up. Savannah just deep sigh, and then she's just going to slap the top of the water. You see break the surface of the water, a curved uh, dorsal fin. You see it break the water as this uh, orca swims up to you. Curved or, like, flopped? Curved like a in captivity. Flopped. Like willies. Almost all of them. Anyways, yes, sorry. It circles up to you. It doesn't get all it doesn't come all the way to the shore. It just swims near. And like you can see its eye looking. Savannah will fully scoot out to the edge of like that platform and like where it like drops into the deeper water. Just like out. It, it has came over to you and and it's giving you its attention it's just waiting to see kind of what you tell it to do next she is going to try something like i don't think savannah would specifically know like the cues that they're doing but she knows enough from like being at the shows that she like or like you know she's seen like those sorts of performances that she's just gonna try like a simple like wave maneuver and seeing if he like rolls and puts his pectoral fin up as you wave, and the rest, uh, the other two humanimals that are with you and Max are behind you, um, they see this happen. It turns and puts its other fin <laughs> out. This is pectoral? That's pectoral, right. Pectoral, like Dorsal your pecs. Dorsal, pecs. Dorsal, yeah. yeah. You got it. And then fluke his tail. Yeah, it puts its pectoral fin uh, out of the surface and swims past. It is amazing how you humans can communicate with these animals. That does not happen on our planet. You have a lot of animals? A few. Train them, we live with them. It's fascinating. So uh, she is going to, um, now that she's got this whale's, she got his attention, she got him to do this this like training trick. I think now she's just going to fully like sit on the edge, put her feet in the pool, and like just put her hands on the surface. Like it's kind of more of a I've got your attention, now I want your curiosity to bring you in closer to me. Uh, I think she's she's very much going to do just like flat on the surface and then kind of like sweep under and like pull the water back towards her so it's a splashing noise back towards her and the water's like coming up in front of her. The dorsal fin drops below the surface and as it goes a little deeper, you can still see it. It turns its body 
uh, swims out a little bit to where it can be it can get long ways like towards you um, as its mouth breaks the surface it spits a mist um, up and it hits you square in the face savannah but it gets everybody with the splash of mist as it does that it keeps moving forward faster 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 at the last minute it slows as it um, lifts its body out of the water and uh, slides up onto the side like the beach area where you are and uh, opens its mouth and sticks its tongue out right in front of the rest of them with you right beside it. Uh, Savannah's immediately going to reach over and put her hand on it. Um, even before she starts recording it, she's just, she's got a hand on this thing and like, she's not, I don't think she's talking or saying anything, but like, she's just got this expression on her face. She's like, she's fully teared up at this point and she looks like she's like, just in awe. You feel this rubbery skin. Uh, we see two more hands reach down and a blue andalite hand with seven fingers reach and everybody touches this orca. And as you guys feel the tingle in your fingers um, and the DNA join the rest of the DNA of all the other animals that you have in, in your body, 